On a personal note, I'm sitting here with my son, Andrew, and we wanted to just make an addition to the podcast we made on translated beings. After that podcast was released, I got a phone call from Andrew's sister, Holly. And Holly said, Dad, I really loved your podcast on translated beings, but I have some questions. Yeah, and a lot of those questions were the same questions that we'd kind of talked about a little bit beforehand, too. We didn't know all the answers. That's right. In fact, I'm still a little bit unsure about some of the things still, but... We know that translated beings exist, and that's what Holly was asking. She said, Dad, are these individuals mortals, or are they immortals? And if they are immortals, why couldn't they just be resurrected? Why do they have to be translated? And I said, Holly, I don't know the answer to that. The interesting thing is that after I finished talking to Holly, I was then reading again in the Book of Mormon, and I came across the writings of Mormon in 3 Nephi chapter 28. And to my shock and amazement, Mormon had the same questions that we have. Yeah. He said, regarding these three men who were the disciples of Christ, they chose to tarry on this earth. They were changed from their current state into a state where they would not die. And then he says, and now, whether they were mortal or immortal, I know not. So I thought, he didn't know either. He had the same questions that we did. And I'm sure he wondered, why weren't they resurrected? He then continued to write, and he said, Now I, Mormon, make an end of speaking concerning these things for a time. So he ended his writing. And then, rather than that being the end, he then goes on. He says, As I spake concerning those whom the Lord hath chosen, yea, even three who were caught up into heaven, that I knew not whether they were cleansed from mortality to immortality, since I wrote, I have inquired of the Lord." And he hath made it manifest unto me that there must needs be a change wrought upon their bodies, or else it need be that they must taste of death. So they had to be changed so that they could continue to live here on the earth. Therefore, that they might not taste of death, there was a change wrought upon their bodies, that they might not suffer pain nor sorrow, save it were for the sins of the world. So their bodies were changed, but they didn't get resurrected. They just were changed in a way that made it so that they didn't have to worry about dying. They didn't have to worry about getting sick. Uh, they didn't have to worry about a lot of the things that we worry about, like getting injured or, or things like that. But eventually, they will get resurrected. And when they do get resurrected, they won't have to experience death, I don't believe, at that time. They'll just be changed to a resurrected state. And maybe if they had been resurrected, they wouldn't be able to walk around among us and look like the rest of us and exactly. act like the rest of us. And it have the celestial body. And then Mormon went on. Now this change was not equal to that which shall take place at the last day, but there was a change wrought upon them insomuch that Satan could have no power over them, that he could not tempt them. And in this state they were to remain until the judgment day of Christ. And at that day they were to receive a greater change, yeah, and to be received into the kingdom of the Father, to go no more out, but to dwell with God eternally in the heavens. Yeah. That's the resurrection. When we're resurrected, we go and dwell with God. Yeah. Certain resurrected beings are permitted to come back to this earth for special assignments, but they don't dwell here. Yeah. Translated beings are allowed to continue to dwell on the earth, 
And somewhere on this earth, the three Nephites and John the Revelator walking around are doing missionary work. <laughs> Not only was this interesting that Mormon made an addition to his writings, and we thought that would permit us to make an addition to our podcast, but also it is such a testimony to the Book of Mormon. Mormon wrote and said, I don't understand how this works. And then at a later date, he came back and he said, Ah, since I last wrote, mm -hmm. I've received more revelation. In Third Nephi, chapter 28, verse 30 and 31, Mormon prophesies, And they are as the angels of God, and if they shall pray unto the Father in the name of Jesus, they can show themselves unto whatsoever man it seemeth them good. Therefore, great and marvelous works shall be wrought by them before the great and coming day when all people must surely stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Thank you.